Hi there, my name is Eddie Gazzani and this is Talking Music, a show where I get to jam and chat with incredible musicians about music and life in music. Don't forget to push the follow button so we can trick the algorithm into loving the show. And if you really want to support the project, please go to patreon.com slash talkingmusic. Enjoy the show! Thank you for being here. Today I'm with Roberto Fontana, an incredible trumpet player, a great friend of mine, an immense source of laughter in my life. <laughs> <laughs> he always makes me laugh so much. And it's uh, always an honor to play with this guy. He's such an, uh, you know, thank you for being here, Roberto. Thank you for inviting me, Andy. That's okay. <laughs> it's a pleasure to be here. Awesome. So I want to ask you about the trumpet. 
The trumpet. Yeah. What about the trumpet? <laughs> well, I hear that the trumpet is like the devil's instrument. It's really hard and you've got to... Is it true? Like... <laughs> yeah, pretty sure it is. <laughs> I don't know why I chose this instrument, actually, but it gives me so many satisfactions. Oh, wonderful. And so much pain as well. <laughs> <laughs> so tell me, like, how... Why the, why the trumpet? How did you get connected to this uh, beautiful instrument? Why the trumpet? I yeah. think I fell in love with its sound, especially, do you know the soundtrack from the movie The Blues Brothers? Yes, of yeah, course. I yeah. fell in love with that sound. Oh, uh, really? Yeah, yeah, that yeah trumpet. Wow. Awesome. And, and with the idea of the unique sound that everyone has on, 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 the, on the instrument. Wow, so if sure. we play the same note, same volume, same trumpet, uh, it would sound different. It's yeah. like the voice, so yeah. it's unique. Wow, that's good. Cool. It really can describe your identity in a certain way. Totally. And is it a lot to do like with the voice, right? With the kind of breath work, yeah. breath support and all that, you gotta really Yes. Yeah. And what about the lip thing? You know, I was interested like you know, like everyone, you know, like some I've seen some trumpet players that have like a, a kind of like, you know, kind of deforms almost their lips, right? And uh, was it Dizzy Gillespie, right, with his big, yeah. big, big cheeks? And did he like ruin his <laughs> cheeks? Aren't you scared about your beautiful face? Like, <laughs> <laughs> it's probably, yeah. <laughs> it's maybe because I don't practice enough. <laughs> okay, so you should look much worse. <laughs> yeah, I should. So the better the trumpet player, the worse they should look. Is that what you're saying? No, yeah, so. the lips, let's say that whatever you do uh, on the trumpet, it's not natural. Okay, so sure. So you really have to force your nature and your right, muscle. Yeah, and yeah of course. Every it's day you muscles. need to train your muscles to, you know, to, to do something that they shouldn't do. <laughs> and that's well, why course. you need to practice every day because right. if you don't practice, you go backwards. Yeah, instead, of course, yeah, you know? yeah. So. absolutely. Yeah. But that's, I guess, in every instrument, right? I guess the guitar's much easier, no? Like, there are some instruments that, like, sure, you know, if you don't play the guitar for two or three days, I can still pick it up at a certain level. But the, the trumpet has to, you know, it's like, yeah, you know, there was this fantastic piece of paper on the music stand of one of my first teacher, actually. Yeah. Uh, it was written, if you don't practice for one day, yeah. you'll be the only one that notices it. Ah, okay, sure. If you don't practice for today, <laughs> you and your teacher, if you don't practice for three days, everyone will notice it. Yeah. It's true. Yeah. I don't know if with the other instrument, you have the same problem, you know? Yeah, well, I have Maybe a you can hide a little bit better, you know? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> like, yeah I think so, yeah, yeah absolutely. <laughs> but do have, a, like, a philosophy that, like, musicians, we're like athletes, right? We need to keep, yeah. you know, keep training, you know what I mean? Like, but I guess, you know, like, in my life and in the, in the way I, I conduct my, my, my practices, my playing, it's like, if I'm playing a lot in a week, then I usually, like, tend not to practice so much. But if I've got some, like, couple of weeks that I'm not, I don't have any gigs and stuff, then I'll, I'll focus a bit more on my practice and my training, which I think, you know, we all should, like, really focus. Even if you have gigs, you should always keep trying to improve yourself, right? Yeah. And keep, keep uh, you know, trying to improve your technique, your reading skills, you know, yeah, your ranging absolutely. skills, your composition skills and stuff. Yeah. All of them. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> right. It's, it's, I mean, I try to, and actually I do, I practice every day. Awesome. And uh, maybe it's because I'm getting older, but I need to do a uh, warm up and uh, warm down before and after every gig as well. Yeah. So. <laughs> Good on you. Yeah. That's, that's, that's a fantastic way to look after your instrument. Not just your instrument, but your body as the source of, you know, of the mm -hmm. energy yeah. for, of your instrument. That's great. And like, when did you first, like, hear the trumpet, how old were you when you started practicing and playing and stuff? 
That's a very good question. I have no idea. So <laughs> sometimes when people ask me this kind of question, I say I had a, a toy that <laughs> looked like a Trump, but it's probably not true. So you know, it's funny. Like my my uh, relationship with the guitar as well. I started very very late. I remember. I think I was uh, I was like. 13 and asked my mom for a saxophone. I said, Mom, can I please have a saxophone? You know, I don't know why, it just looks shiny and beautiful. And I don't know, I don't know, who did I hear playing? I don't know. I was probably, you know, Coltrane or yeah. someone, you know. I mean, and anyway, I asked my mom for Christmas. Can I? And I was like, yeah, she's like, mm -hmm. like, anyway, Christmas comes. A pyjama. <laughs> Some socks. No, no. No, no. She gave me a, a guitar. And I remember going, oh, thanks. You know, I was so disappointed with the guitar. <laughs> and he just said that, this guitar, for years. Until, of course, when I was like 17 years old or something. And then. I don't know, I, was, I met all these friends and they all playing the guitar, you know, like I said, oh, that's cool. So I went and, and grabbed the guitar and started playing, you know, and now I'm a guitarist and it's funny. And my mom tells me to this day, says, see, I was right, I knew what you needed, you know. So thanks, mom. <laughs> so tell me about your, your, like, your current projects. So you do a lot of gypsy jazz, so some Latin music. And yeah, some, a lot of gypsy jazz. Yeah. Uh, actually, there is a huge community in Brisbane, so yeah, we play a lot of gypsy jazz. I'm trying to play more jazz, more bossa nova, yeah. together with that. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, to experiment new new styles as well. Because I, all, I, I think that we always need new inputs. Absolutely, yeah. And, uh, of course, yeah. yeah. Life is fantastic. I, um, actually, before um, landing to Australia, I, I, I traveled around Europe for a long time, I would say, and I spent some months in some of the major cities in uh, Europe trying to understand my musical journey. Wow. And uh, yeah, I played with rappers, I played with <laughs> Munich, yeah. I played electronic music, I played a little bit of everything. So oh, awesome. I, I really think that I, I want to explore more. Yeah, wonderful. And isn't that amazing? Uh, one thing that I've always uh, realized, I guess, with music is like, you can make friends so easily, right? We, it's like a community yeah. that we have all around the world. That even if you don't speak the same language, you can just, you know, connect and, and have a conversation. Do you know what I mean, share like, like almost like a really deep uh, experience, right? Through, through just playing, isn't it incredible? That's true. Isn't that cool? It's, uh, you know, uh, it's fantastic because actually the music is a bridge, yeah. you know, between, between different backgrounds, cultural ages. Yeah. And maybe yeah. that's why my English is not so good after all. Because <laughs> Your English is fine. <laughs> after all this year. Like you, you never need to speak to anyone, right? So I'm just going to okay. trump it out. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's a, that's, <laughs> that's fantastic. But yeah, I, I like to think that the music is a bridge and, yeah. you know, there is no violence in the music, there is no hate, there is yeah. just. I don't know. Absolutely, yeah. I don't Absolutely. want to say just love. But yeah, yeah. You know, it's, yeah. <laughs> that's, <laughs> it's a bridge. That's yeah. beautiful. That's a amazing words. That's fantastic. Can you tell me about some of your trumpet heroes? You know, who are the trumpet players that you listen to at home? You know, who are, you know, that what well, we I guess we all want to learn about. I mean, who who yeah. surely apart of course from listening to you <laughs> uh, and to your great music. <laughs> uh, so, of course, my first love was Chet Baker, but yeah, I think it's pretty, here, pretty yeah. obvious. <laughs> uh, of course, Miles Davis, Dizzy Gillespie, Freddie Hubbard, yeah. Lee Morgan. Yeah. But I, um, I would say that my 
biggest, my greatest uh, influence is uh, an Italian, a couple of Italian guys actually. Yeah. One was uh, my last teacher called Franco Piana. Yeah. And there is so much stuff on Spotify. Actually. Really? Franco Piana? Yeah. Is he is from Rome? Actually, he's from the north of Italy. Ah, okay, sure. But he lives in Rome. Ah, okay, sure. And another guy that is um, quite famous now in Italy is called Fabrizio Bosso. Ah, yeah, yeah I've heard of him, yeah. Yeah, like, I listen yeah. to him probably a bit too much. <laughs> <laughs> he's done some Brazilian stuff too, right? Everything. Like, everything oh, okay, yeah. yeah. He's amazing. <laughs> <bit> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cool, man. Awesome. Fantastic. Beautiful. Cool. Uh, what else I wanted to talk to you about? Like, uh, you know, what do you see your journey going like are you recording anything have you got any projects that you're trying to do yes now in right now in this very moment i'm trying to record and release a few songs awesome like i have released the first one with that actually <laughs> called <laughs> estate it's, and it's beautiful yeah Thank I mean, you so much for inviting me. You know, no, so, thank you. <laughs> also, so beautiful because I played the song for many years, but I never recorded it. And then I went to record it, and oh my god, you know, yeah, it's actually a really challenging, it is, it challenging is. tune, you know, to sing it, to improvise and stuff. I, yeah. So yeah, guys, if you have the opportunity, <laughs> go to Spotify, uh, look for Roberto Fontana, listen to Estate. I get to sing a little bit. <laughs> and also, I'm record. I'm. I want to release some new songs, some originals as well, and some standards, awesome. uh, known and less known with other musicians, okay, like awesome. all the musicians that are part of my musical journey in Australia and not only, yeah, I would sure. say. Yeah. Awesome, wonderful. There will be some surprise. Oh. Surprises, yeah. So I've heard some of your beautiful music and stuff like, uh, well, I wanted to ask, as a trumpet player, right, as a melodist, yeah. how do you compose? You know, what do you use to write your harmonies? You know, do you play like, okay, that's the one, that's the third. <laughs> do you know what I mean? How do you come up with chords and stuff like that? Do you need to learn a harmonic instrument like piano or guitar? Do you use that or do you, do you just, you know? That's a good question. First of all, I need to say that my composing journey is just started, has yeah. just started. Okay. So I, I, I don't feel comfortable enough to give <laughs> tips <laughs> to other people. No, no, but imagine but, like other trumpet players yeah. or sax players, flute players, singers and stuff, you know. I feel that, you know, you all, no, you all, like everyone should learn a harmonic instrument yeah. if you want to get into the journey of composition, I right? Agree. I yeah? agree. Okay. Like, of course, in this type of instrument, yeah. you don't see what you play. So you don't actually, you don't even see your fingers. Yeah, yeah, sure. So you right. don't know what you do. That's why I think Coltrane said something pretty uh, useful about Valuable, it. Yeah. So all of us, especially, you know, horn instrument, wind instrument, we should learn a little bit of piano. Yeah. And that's what I do. I have a ah, keyboard okay. at home. Yeah. And because I can visualize what I do. Ah, uh, sure. I understand, and yeah. Some of my compositions were made starting from an idea and yeah. then I found Find the, the harmony afterwards. Cool, oh, that's great. Yeah, so you think of the melody the first and then you add the harmony later. Even if I need, yeah. to, yeah. I need to tell you that some of my last composition, um, compositions were made with other people. So I was okay. mainly focused on the melody sure. while there someone was someone else focusing on the harmony. Oh, uh, partnerships are, are incredible. It's They're much easier. Yeah, sure, yeah. sure, sure, of course. Beautiful. That's fantastic. And especially because, you know, in two people you can find many, uh, how can I say, some, some of the most common paranoias <laughs> of, you know, 
composing something that maybe is too simple yeah. or something that is too, too complex yeah, sure, or too absolutely. complex as yeah, well. Absolutely. So you need to find a balance that yeah. describe what you want to play. And sure, wanna, yeah. of course. Yeah, what feeling so you want to share, I guess. You it's know, a nice it's, process. It yeah. is. Uh, yeah, composition is crazy. It's, it's, it's magical. I was talking to our friend in common, Nico Yaya. He's uh, trying to help. Uh, this other friend of ours to write some lyrics, and he was like, Eddie, I just, you know, he was spending hours. He said, I spent like six hours today, and I can come up with, you know, with a different melody. And it's honestly, like my experience with composition is like sometimes the song will come, come to you, boom. In an hour, you got the whole thing the harmony, the chords, the yeah. lyrics, and some songs will just take years, right? Like it's, it's so interesting. It's so funny. But, that's, you know, I think it's all about showing up, you know, yes. being there and working at it's it. It's practicing. It is, as, as, yeah, exactly, yeah. like with anything, right? Yeah, awesome. <laughs> that was a good question. Cute, <laughs> <laughs> man. Well, thanks so much for being here, Roberto. Oh, thank Should you. we uh, play one more song before sure. we go? Awesome. So what are we playing? Uh, Insensitive or How Insensitive by Jobim. Cool. And uh, yeah, this, uh, you probably know this, but he's my favorite composer in the whole world. Yeah. <laughs> After you, of course. Ah, okay. <laughs> Thank God. <laughs>
Thank you, everybody. It's so good uh, to have Roberto Fontana here. And uh, if you liked, don't forget to give it a big like mm -hmm. and follow. And uh, we'll see you very soon with some amazing more musicians. Thank you, Roberto. Thank you. Adi. What an honor. Ciao, bello. Thank you. Bye. <laughs>